Momentum Podcast, helping you develop a partner network that enables ministry to happen. Consider yourself an expert? Of course. I'm the, Absolutely. I'm the top in this area in this world. <laughs> <laughs> you just convinced me. And welcome to episode eight of the Momentum Podcast. My name is Daryl Parsons, and with me again today is uh, my co-host Naomi Vandevish. Hey, Naomi. Hey. Hey. Wow. You know what? I can't believe that this is episode eight, uh, but I also can't believe that I'm going to have to say goodbye to you for a little while. Yeah, just uh, two days away until my mat leaves. So wow. life is going to look a lot different for me over this next year. <laughs> I bet it is. And uh, we're going to miss you uh, around Youth for Christ, uh, especially uh, the significant role that you play in the momentum coaching uh, for the next 12 months. We're, uh, well, I in particular, I'm sad to see you go because I think it means more work for me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so if anybody needs anything, talk to Daryl Parsons, yeah, okay? Yeah. So hey, look, uh, we thought it'd be great to go out with a uh, on a high note for your uh, for your time uh, off uh, offline. Let's do one more podcast before you take off. Let's make it a good one and we yes. uh, found a hot topic cuz uh, everybody who's doing partner development needs to communicate with their partners. Very important. Mm-hmm. And uh, we found a guy who uh, has a bit of a niche of expertise to share with us. That's right. We are very excited to have Andrew Chong. He's from the, he's a North Shore Area Director from Greater Vancouver Youth Unlimited. But he has a bit of a history that helps him have um, insight into being a good communicator. So we'd love to hear about that. So, Andrew, welcome. Good morning, guys. Morning, where you are anyway in Vancouver. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You are very welcome to be here. Andrew, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of your background because uh, you've done some really cool stuff before coming to uh, Youth Unlimited. Yeah, it was funny. I, I felt like I was praying for a dream job, and then I got it, and then I said, actually, I want to do Youth Unlimited. But <laughs> to rewind back to the dream job, that was an editor of a small hockey magazine that uh, was a pickup magazine across the country called Hockey Now, and I spent some time in the Canucks press box and dressing room um, doing some uh, reporting work for a former news outlet called ESPN Sports Tickers, so it was part of the ESPN family. Mm-hmm. So I spent time producing uh, print content for a magazine where advertisers demand that people actually look at this and don't just throw this magazine in the garbage. Mm-hmm. And um, my whole world was getting people's attention with quality things to be said, with photos that draw the eye in, with um, yeah, content that demands that you give me at least three to five seconds of your time from the initial look, and then I draw you in with the good writing after that. Ah, now, I, I think anybody who's listening at this point has guessed why we think that you are the guy we want to talk to about writing some compelling communications, because mm-hmm. that brings some incredibly uh, significant transferable sort of skills to the art of communicating with our partners. Where do we start this huge topic, right? <laughs> I guess the place to start off is, what are we even doing here? What's the point of these letters? Uh, mm. I know for some of our staff in North Vancouver, 
we're driving out an hour to our Surrey office to produce these letters, and we could definitely be doing other things. So why are we driving out? What's the point? Well, I think it's very powerful, actually, if you're able to engage your partners with these letters or with online communication in some way to get people to give, to volunteer, to advocate for you, to pray for you. Uh, Just last week, I uh, wrote a little thing. I put it on my Facebook group. And now a girl, a young mom who needs a laptop has a laptop, just like that. Snap of the fingers. And and it's not so hard to engage people. We just need to present it in a way that they're actually going to read it. And it's not too cumbersome. And it's not you musing about your day or how great your job is. Mm. How do we engage them concisely, not waste their time, and get them involved? Whoops. Uh, sort of a little guilty, been the guy who's written <laughs> or started some piece of communication with, as I sit here in my office, gazing thoughtfully out the window at the beautiful fall colors. Yes. You're suggesting that's not a good idea? <laughs> I mean, you're not the worst person in the world, but we can't be friends if you keep doing that. <laughs> And oh, uh, awesome. and there's nothing more important to me right now than maintaining your friendship because I need help. I need to know how to do a better job. <laughs> um, and what you're talking about, Andrew, this this transcends uh, sort of different mediums and channels, right? We can talk about this in the context of a printed newsletter as well as a, sort of a mail chimp or a social media post, right? We're able to able to get, gain some transferable ideas for all of our uh, all of our channels here, right? Exactly. What I always say is, if you have a certain partner. And you always communicate them with them through text or through DMing them on Snapchat or through having a coffee with them. Try to do that same thing as you engage them in partner development. So if you always just DM your friend on Snapchat, DM them about being a partner with you. Don't Mm. feel like you have to go to their house, knock on the door, and give a PowerPoint presentation. It's just kind of weird for them. However, if it's your grandmother... And you're used to sitting down and talking with her. Maybe take her for a coffee. So do the thing that you normally do with that person to get the party started. From mm-hmm. there, you can build up your list of who's going to be on your mail list, who's going to be on your uh, chimp list, who's going to – yeah, you said mail chimp. Uh, who's going to yeah. be in a Facebook group or some other group. From there, you can tailor it. But I think on the initial contact, act normal. In journalism mm-hmm. school, we were always taught, tell the person the news story as if you were sitting next to them at the bar. So if there was a car accident and two people died and two were injured and police are investigating what happened, you start with that info at the bar, right? If you're sitting with a friend at the bar and you say, you know, I was walking along the street and the lights were glowing on the on a dark lit evening and the moon was <laughs> out and you're like not even telling them what just happened. Two people died. Yeah. So I say, get to the point, say, Hey, your partnership is going to mean a lot for a 16-year-old girl like Ellie. And here's why. And start with that. Mm-hmm. And whether that's through text or in person or through a letter, it all works together. Act normal. Talk normal. Get to the point. Okay. Mm. So Grab their attention. Absolutely. So let's, let's yeah. frame our conversation then like in the context of uh, people who are listening right now who have probably, you know, been on staff. So they're, uh, they've already kind of got their mailing lists and they've got their uh, social media lists and, and all of these groups of people, partners that they need to communicate with. And, uh, you know, they're starting with, you know, like, you know, communication, you know, communication angst. Uh, where do I start? How do I, you know, how do I do this? Uh, can you help us kind of like 
from the ground up to you know figure out how much do you think we should communicate or I should say how often and what what should that look like when you pull together some of these best practices well what works for me is the partner letter still works so a mail out is not too old-fashioned I think there's something special about that physical piece showing up at their door with their name on it and you've thoughtfully folded it and signed it and put it together and they can look at it at the coffee table I also like to do something online. So for me, a private face, Facebook group works best. Uh, and they'll get a little notification in Facebook maybe once every seven to ten days with something happening live in that moment, such as, you know, just met with this girl. Uh, she's a young mom. She's looking to take night school, and she needs a MacBook. Who's got one? This mm-hmm. is one way you can help. And so those two things in tandem, sort of a feature letter every one to two months, and then a every seven to ten day online ping where their phone goes, we got a little something for you. It's short. It's 10 seconds. Check out what Youth Unlimited North Shore is doing or what Andrew is doing. I think those two things work really well in tandem. And most people will read both in my situation. Mm-hmm. I think the main, the main themes you want to focus on, uh, number one, what their partnership can do. So through your partnership, you are allowing our team to show up at a school every Wednesday in the smoke pit to spend time with kids who don't spend time with any caring adults. Mm. And um, number two, just here's a, here's a window into what we're doing today um, where you can almost visualize or imagine being in that spot with us. So describe the scene. I'm sitting outside of a coffee shop. Uh, cars and trucks are whizzing by as um, – X youth is wearing a black hoodie, uh, black, baggy black pants, uh, tattered shoes, and they're uh, playing with their cigarette while uh, talking to me about how hard their mother's been on them in the past month. And so use it as a way uh, both to engage partners in knowing the power they have to help kids, even from afar, and number two, to help partners visualize what it's like uh, because we, you know, when we're with our youth, it means the world to us. These are like, this is our family. And so is there a way you can visually write, descriptively write, use adjectives to transport that person from their desk at the accounting office into that smoke pit or into mm-hmm. that coffee shop where they can start to feel it? I remember one of my partners who has the most means, like, you know, the most money to give, he told me, okay, if we're going to do this partnership, I want to feel it. I don't want to be from afar at arm's length with the work and then I, I get an annual report every year. I want to feel it. I want to know what's going on. I want you to describe those conversations you have with those kids. I want to be right there with you, even though I'm not going to be. Hmm. Hmm. So, so you're setting okay. up a bit of a contrast for, you know, you're saying descriptive writing uh, is good, but not about me gazing out the window. Yeah, well, it sounds a little bit like the difference between talking about us and talking about our, you know, ministry or what we do that is the important partnership opportunity, right? That's like, right. Yeah, that's right. It, yeah. I, I think if you think about it in a really cold, harsh way, people don't really care that's our dream job. I mean, they're happy for us. They probably felt happy for us at one point Mm -hmm. but now it's like we're getting on with the ministry we're getting on with the work what are we doing 
So rather than vague musings, you know, like you said, you're guilty of earlier, Daryl, the sun was shining, <laughs> the air was crisp, God felt closer than ever before. People will say, okay, fine, but I don't care. I have 15 pieces of mail, my dog's biting my leg, and my kids got to go to soccer. So get to the point. Wow, so, you being, are a cold, harsh man. I am. That is, That's why you brought me in here. Actually, it's true. <laughs> don't bury the lead. The lead being, you know, the lead is the headline of the story. The lead is, look at this amazing work that is affecting this 17-year-old boy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the lead work. Right. And your partnership does that. So start with that. Your partnership means a shy student like Nick can push through his anxiety because you show up for school every Wednesday for after-school music. Right. And start with that. So you're starting first sentence with transformation happening with the youth. So this 25 bucks a month, this 100 bucks a month, they know that money is mobilizing and leading to transformation in the youth. I think it's funny how we were joking, joking about being the star of the letter. Right? We're actually not even the top two in the letter. I think number one star of the letter is the partner. Hmm. Yeah. You're talking to them about how they're so important. And it's true. Where would we be without them? And mm-hmm. maybe the second most important part of the letter, or maybe tied for first, is the youth going through transformation. And then thirdly, we're in the mix. So we're kind of the conduit of making this all go down. So mm-hmm. my friend, the police officer, has skills for police. I have skills for youth work. So I'm simply serving my role in the kingdom to be doing the youth work side of things while he's doing his police work. And it all works together. I'm not a star. I'm doing my part star in this case is the partner and the co-star is the youth mm. okay cool so when when we're doing that uh, when we're getting that uh, lead up front and telling the story about transformation what other things would you suggest we need to be thinking about yeah i think a lot of people in the magazine industry don't read on so that first sentence or two are so important so I'd often recommend, maybe always recommend, do a headline, which draws the eye in. Make it good. Make it action-based. Have a verse. Make it about a change happening. So the headline could be, your partnership means new hope for Ellie. And then I would say, have a subheader or at least a larger font initial paragraph in the story. You know, like, you see those first paragraphs pop out sometimes in a magazine? Have a larger font and get right into, uh, you know, your partnership means a um, uh, a girl, a 17-year-old girl with a broken family that has a chance to shine on the stage of this youth music showcase we're putting on. And start with something happening with a verb. Start with a youth transformation. That's why we're all here, for youth transformation. And even if they don't read the rest of the letter, they'll know you are doing work that's changing this girl's life. So even if they're busy and they, they have really good intentions to try to read your letter, mm-hmm. they're going to know after the headline or at least the first paragraph that you're doing good work. Hopefully that headline and first paragraph are captivating enough that they're going to want to read on. Oh, who is this girl? Mm-hmm. What do you mean she got to perform on a big stage and that helped her uh, in the midst of her broken family or what she's going through? I want to read about this. Right. And, mm. you know, I, I Ideally, that is someone that knows you, and maybe not ideally, but uh, odds are it's someone that knows you, and they're going to want to know what this cool story is anyways. Right. So yeah. I would say get to the point right away, and that letter will not be a waste. People will know from the first words that you're doing good work, uh, and that may you know, um, 
cement their monthly giving for longer. That may cause them to pray for you when they get a moment during the day. That may cause them to think of you more often and think of, oh, I, I know another business I can advocate to you guys to get traction in this area. You know, mm-hmm. Who knows? So get right to it. That's great. Yeah, get to the point. Yeah. Um, I'd say I've seen some of your newsletters and visually they're very appealing. Can you talk to us a little bit sort of about the layout or or why you you put things the way that you do? I like the big, bold statement and then the, you know, little bit bigger font that says what the point is to get to, to bring them in. What else do you do sort of visually and how long is it? All those practical things. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's a great question. I think my eyes were opened as I started journalism school, you know, back in 2006, seven, that your eye actually follows a path on that page. And the first thing we almost always see in a publication is a photo. So the trick is to be thinking photo during your day to day youth work life. So would this make a good photo? Does that kid have a waiver form? Uh, Oh, this is a good scene to set for Mm -hmm. my partners later on. Almost, uh, adopting this like new religion of like i must take photos of things or when i get to my letter day i'm gonna have nothing to work with except low res garbage right Mm -hmm. so some people are blessed to have a photographer on their team good for them a lot of people just have their phone and they're doing their best so Mm -hmm. if you can just think of a few times during the week to snap a couple photos that's many of your options Mm -hmm. because the photo is the first thing that the eye sees especially if it's a good photo Mm -hmm. from there you're going to want to place the photo at the top of the page in most cases, and then the eye will start there. Then the eye will travel downward to that headline and that opening paragraph. And you want to keep the text probably under 450 words in most cases, under 500 words. And then you can say a lot if you're concise in 500 words and it doesn't take the reader all day to get through it. Um, and when you're laying out the text on the page, if you can imagine – text going from the far left of the page to the far right of the page, that's too much work for the reader to read all the way across and have their eyes skip all the way back to the far left to try to read that. So hmm. You're going to want to use um, whatever program, InDesign, uh, Lucid Press Online, Microsoft Word even, to make shorter columns. So use two or three columns like we see in magazines, like we see in newspapers. That's done so that the reader can just read a short distance across the page and then their eye can bounce back easily to the next line and little things like that added up uh, are going to make this letter more appealing and you're going to get a track record with your partners of having letters worth opening i don't know how many times people have told me yours is one of the only letters i open up so whether that's i don't know who the other people are to blame say they're getting a letter from world vision and hope international and alpha canada and their church and their friends ministry and People are getting bombarded with letters, and they're stuffed with all kinds of extras and response envelopes and all these things. So we need to really work to earn a reputation of having a letter worth reading that's short enough, that's nice to read, that has a photo that draws me in. And I swear, after enough time, like you're going to build up a reputation. Your letter is going to be always open, maybe even put on the fridge, which is a great goal, too. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Actually, I never realized that. It makes so much sense now that you say it. Like even the columns actually make a letter easier to read because you're not having to track back as far uh, to follow along. Um, All these little things just yeah. to treat our partners the right way. Like if you're going to have them over for dinner, yeah, 
you're going to bring the nice plates out, the nice cutlery out. You're going to treat them right with the little details. I think the same thing with the letters. Mm-hmm. You're going to choose a photo that's actually worth looking at. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the faces uh, not too small so you can actually see what's going on in the photo. You're going to have a little caption that describes who, what, where, why, and when. You're not going to use too many fonts. You're not going to use too many colors. It's going to be simple. Black text on a white background. You're going to think of where the fold lies when you fold it. Are you folding across faces in the photo? You're going to have a, a short footer on the bottom that says, this is Andrew's October partner letter, uh, 2018. Uh, there's a little note on the bottom of where you can give on the website or how you can contact me. It's all there. All their questions are answered. I think that's what we're trying to do in journalism. And we're trying to do in partner development is to answer our partners' questions fully, quickly, and concisely. Hmm. Mm. That's very, that. very helpful. And uh, just, just a couple, picking up on a couple of those points, um, uh, you talked about fonts. Are, are there some fonts that are better than others? Hmm, that's a good question. I think um, if you were to sign on to Elusive Press, which is an online version of InDesign. InDesign comes from the Photoshop family from Adobe. Mm -hmm. So InDesign is sort of the design standard for a lot of publications. Lucid Press is like a cheap online option if you don't want to download software. And even like if you're using Microsoft Word or whatever, I would go with something simple that they offer you in the templates because Mm -hmm. they usually have thought those templates through. I actually don't even know which font I'm using here. I'm just stealing from one of their templates and then I moved it around. So sure. I would say don't go too crazy with the font. You do not want an interesting font. You want a font that you don't notice it's a font. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good one. I love the them. way that you have um you have both the print media, you know, somebody gets a letter in their uh, mailbox, but then you also really engage people through social media. And I, I realize that we're we're running out of time here. But are there <laughs> just a few takeaways that you might be able to give us about how to really engage with our partners using social media? I think one of the most powerful things about social media or about present tense writing is that you're bringing people into the moment. So like hearkening back to my police officer friend who is, you know, he lives an hour from me. He's out fighting crime and climbing through the bushes and, getting bad guys and protecting the city. He's not able to spend much time imagining where I am, but he can click on a Facebook post from me once a week where there's a photo of me sitting in the coffee shop. And for instance, I just thought of one where there's three youth who found me in the coffee shop, right? Three youth we mentor. They run into me while I'm doing some men work and I can write a post two paragraphs long that shows them and writes about them. So I have, I had Jack in his green hoodie. He decided to come sit at my table, put his head down and have a nap. Well, <laughs> Elliot looks over my shoulder and uh, is criticizing the filter I'm using on one of my Instagram posts. Well, uh, Cassidy is trying to get my attention to show me some art she drew. And so I can post this photo, describe these youth mm. and say, these are the youth that we mentor day after day after day for the last one to five to 10 years. These are, the, these are the youth that you affect directly through your partnership. This is me in this moment right now. And through that little scene, you can probably imagine me doing more of this work. Mm-hmm. I like that because you actually just painted a neat word picture. You just you just created a visual for what that looked like, even if there wasn't a photo, right? You set a scene really Yeah, well. from, from the theory that I've read, like, you know, just to be kind of 
cold and theoretical again. The theory is that people are more responsive to the description of one person's needs than to say, Youth Unlimited helps 10,000 youth in this area per year. That mm-hmm. is really hard to mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a vague numerical concept. But if I can tell you about 18-year-old Jack in his green hoodie with his bed head and his mm-hmm. you know crummy shoes deciding to have a nap on my <laughs> coffee shop table, you yeah. can imagine this. You can yeah. connect. It brings you in. Mm-hmm. So It's no longer just numbers. It's no. people. Yeah. Yeah, it's more than yeah. numbers. It's people. And I, yeah. I think yeah. these little quick blasts of info, mm-hmm. you can do a variety of things. You can say a one-liner like, hey, city council just approved a grant for our mobile youth drop-in for $7,000. Awesome. Yeah. Remember, I got a hundred likes on that. Mm-hmm. So all my partners get to celebrate with me in that day or with our team in that day. You can post, um, "Hey, this is the three-year anniversary of me meeting this youth at the school," or, or you can post, uh, "Please pray for this meeting coming up in three minutes. It's really hard for these reasons." You can pray. You can say, "We need we have needs. Does anybody have a portable barbecue? Does anybody want to partner 50, 50 bucks a month? I just lost one of those." Does anyone want to want to purchase tickets for our youth to go to the hockey game on Friday? It could be anything. It can be a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorites was to post, or sorry, my favorite things is to post quotes of things youth said. I kind of keep track in my phone of the funny stuff they say. Hmm. Like a girl yeah. who said, uh, like a Spanish girl goes, Andrew, I met the Spanish boy yesterday and we kissed. I said, oh, what's his name? She said, Juan. I said, you think he's the Juan for you? And she didn't react. <laughs> And I post these little moments for people to say, you know, how, how stupid is Andrew? Or how funny are <laughs> kids? Or this is what it's like to have an exchange in the cafeteria, right? Yeah. So well, I think yeah. where the letter takes a lot of work and prep and it's very concise and and uh, sort of massaged, you can use mm-hmm. online to do little blasts, little snippets, little highlights of your day to draw people in. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I love using using that dad humor. It's good. <laughs> I was just going to say, he had me like as such a communicator. And then he goes for the really bad pun. And I was like, Whoa, I, know. I don't know. So, so just a really quick totally recap. <laughs> just a really quick recap. So, so in, terms of the, in terms of the letter, you're suggesting uh, have a strong lead, right? Talking about the, uh, the, the, the change, right? The transformation that's happening. Talking about the right. ministry, not about your whimsical musings <laughs> mm-hmm. make the partner the yes. star make the partner and make the, the, partner and the, the youth star. the star yeah mm-hmm. uh the, uh, the what that 50 bucks a month is doing right mm-hmm. yeah what their partnership means how it's active and transforming right um yeah, you they talk know about... it's your dream job <laughs> <laughs> too true you don't need to talk about how it's your dream job uh the headline you mentioned keeping a, having a nice bold headline and maybe uh maybe maybe another uh what would you call that under the headline yeah, there's probably a better journalistic term that I've forgotten, but yeah. uh, have a subheader, have some yeah. a next layer of text that continually draws the person in further. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Good quality mm-hmm. photos you mentioned, right, are are important. Yep. You can ask your, uh, your friend who does weddings in the summer to come to your event for one day yep. and take 100 different stock photos of you with different perspectives. That could fulfill your letters for a year mm-hmm. 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 we don't all have a photographer on our team mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah too true uh how about uh fonts you said tr- just keep it simple right don't 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 
make your font stand out as a, as a unique font or anything Simple like that. Fonts. Yeah. I, 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 one thing I like to talk about is the attention span thing. The study by um, Microsoft Corporation says the human attention span has degraded from 12 seconds into that in 2000 to eight seconds in 2013, and the attention of a goldfish is nine seconds. <laughs> so we are very stupid. We have no time for these letters. We have a stack of 15 letters. Yeah, We've got to get to it. Mm-hmm. and have some good stuff right off the top. That's mm. awesome. Uh, you know this what? This is great. This it's is fantastic. such good information. I know. Mm-hmm. And and I and and of course we could go on and on here. So, uh unfortunately, we have to probably draw to a close. Yes. Uh, but again, this is another one of those conversations where I sense that there could be a part 2 or even a part 3 uh for <laughs> some of this stuff. Now, the good news also is that we have um a um I have lost the a word. Webinar? A <laughs> webinar. We have a, a webinar. webinar that we recorded with Andrew a while ago. And yes. uh, we would love to share that with people where you uh, you do a presentation and go through some of these things, a little more detail with some illustrations. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anybody is, if this has whetted your appetite for that, then uh, you can send us an email, uh, momentum at yfccanada.org. And uh, we'll hook you up. We'll make sure you know where to find a uh, copy of that webinar. How is that for an offer? Is that a call to action? It's a good offer. It's <laughs> a pretty good pitch. Imagine if I made commission. I'd be so happy with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but That's wait, great. there's more. <laughs> Actually, there isn't. I have nothing. <laughs> there isn't. But <laughs> it just seems great. Only one good no, offer we, per we're podcast. so glad that you could join us today, Andrew. This has been pure gold. And I think that if people do want those visuals, the webinar is really helpful for, for really picturing what you've been describing with your word pictures so thank you so much for joining us mm-hmm. you're welcome and make sure you look at the webinar because one thing i haven't talked about today is the ask, Have the ask mm. the don't be shy doing such good work it merits a good ask yeah. it merits partners who should be excited to hear from us yeah so thanks a lot guys that's so true man we're always inviting god we're inviting people to partner with what's got what god is doing whether it's in our face-to-face presentations or through our letters we should never ever be shy about doing the ask Absolutely. you got it all right thank thanks you very man. much for having me guys you are so thank welcome you. thank you for sharing your wisdom with us have a great day have a great day <laughs>